Hello, and welcome to another episode of On Wednesdays, We Spill Tea. I hope you're thirsty. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our Savannah, Georgia edition episode of our podcast. I am here with the birthday girl, Jordan. What up, girl? How's it going? And with us also is Jordan's little sister, Morgan. Hey, y'all. So, Morgan lives here in Savannah, Georgia. We are currently at Jordan's family home. And we are having a momcation, kind of, because Jordan's baby is still here. We're having a great time. Birthday celebrations, eating lots of crab legs, going to the pool. We're going to go see some cats later. And the best part is there's lots of people to watch the baby. Absolutely. Morgan's helping out a great lot. And so is everybody else. There's too many of us. (laughs) Today, we are going to a motherfucking cat cafe and curiosities museum. It's going to be so much fun. I've been trying to go to this cat cafe since it opened. And every time I'm down here, it's either closed or they're full. And I'm like, all right. So we did a booking yesterday. Already paid our money to go see these cats. And we paid extra for some treats and a toy to take home for our kitties. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a great time. Yes, but it also is going to be here in about an hour and a half. So we are going to quickly do this week's episode. Crunch time. Speed run, if you will. Yes, it's the crunch time. All right, so today's episode is 80s versus 90s, baby, but with a twist. I'm the twist. (laughs) Morgan is the twist. So the reason why Morgan is the twist is because, Morgan, tell everybody what year you were born in. I was born in the year 2003. 2003, folks. I was, I turned 17 years old in 2003. Jordan, how old were you? I think if Christy was 17, I was seven. So, yes. (laughs) Still. So, we are coming to you with August 28th, 1986, July 10th, 1996, and August 26th, 2003. Yes, so literally, she was born two days before I turned 17. So, let that sink in. So, what we're doing today is we're going to do another 80s versus 90s babies with the 2000s twist. But so, what this is, is instead of talking about popular culture around the time we were this age, like we did with the first episode, I am going to interview Jordan and Morgan, and also tell about my own, of our favorite things at this time during our teen years. So this this will be ages 12 to 17. So your teen years, we're going to talk about some spicy stuff. I know I just did a high school episode, so this is not going to be high school ratchet memories. This is going to be, these are a few of my favorite things. So Jordan, how does it feel to be 27? I feel old. The first three times we stopped yesterday to get um, alcohol, neither of us got ID'd, but I always get ID'd until literally yesterday. Yeah, Jordan didn't has been weird about turning 27 for whatever reason. I'm closer to 30. Oh, God. Talk to me when you're about to turn 40. I will. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> um, but so... Jordan, what I'm going to do is, between the ages of 12 and 17, we are going to talk about a few different things. So the first thing I wanted to ask you about is, what were your favorite book series during this time? Did you read any book series? I was a big reader in like elementary school through middle school. Um, So 12 would probably put me in middle school, obviously. 
I was probably reading the Spiderwick Chronicles religiously. Uh So when I was probably about 12 years old, 13, I was still obsessed with the Babysitter's Club, um, the Boxcar Children, and fucking Goosebumps. I read the shit out of some Goosebumps. I think I read some Goosebumps growing up, too. Like, I was obsessed. And then when they started coming out with those Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebump books. Oh, yeah, those were good. Hell yeah. I like to be in control. So you need to read the book multiple times. Figure yeah. Figure out which way was actually better. Yeah, because I'm like, oh shit, I did this wrong. <laughs> so you did read some Goosebumps? I did. I don't specifically remember like which one would be my favorite or anything, but I remember reading them. They were good. Okay. So, on to Morgan. Morgan, tell us about your favorite books, series growing up. Okay. So I was also a very, very big reader, like as a child. Um, I know I was very, very big into the Hunger Games, like when it came out. That was my shit. That was the OG. No one can tell me different. No one would tell me different at this point. Um, But I did read like the Divergent books. I was like a YA novel kid when I was like in middle school. I remember when I was a kid reading like the Magic Treehouse books. I do think up. I, I do think at some point in my life I've picked up a copy of a Babysitters Club book, but I can't. I don't have any memories on that, so I'm not going to confirm. You know, I didn't but, hear you say for your age group. I didn't hear you say not once that you read the Harry Potter series. Oh, I did read that, but I read it so young, and I'm trying to think of like 12 to 17. I'm getting back into reading, so I probably will at some point. I loved the Hunger Games books except for the third one. Mm. So, like, I tore through the first two, and then Mockingjay literally took me like three months to read. I have similar memories of that. Yeah, but the Divergent books, mm, those were so good. The books I, were so good, and the movies were so terrible. I liked the movies. I didn't. I thought they were silly. I liked the movies. But. You know, um, I tried to name my daughter Tris after the character from Divergent. I respect that. It's a I good was name. I was like, we can name her Beatrice, and we could call her Tris. And my husband's like, eh, hey, nah. You're funny. <laughs> I guess one, like, sort of cultural difference for me and my generation, like 12 to 17 specifically, is that we're reading online. You know what I mean? Like, we got... The internet is so great. It gives you access to so many comic books. And I know a lot of people are out there reading fan fiction. I was out there reading fan fiction. It was it was just archives and archives of whatever anybody wanted to write. It's just there. So, I can't say the internet has had no role in my reading life. You know what I mean? That shit's crazy. It is. You're in the generation that would read a kindle fire before they would read a book (laughs) did you ever go to like a scholastic book fair was that a thing for you scholastic book fairs were a thing for me up until i'd say maybe the seventh or eighth grade and i loved the book fair every single time oh my god um (laughs) i loved it it so (laughs) much because i would get my little budget and i'd be like okay i can get like three books and have ten dollars left over to spend on stupid shit and I would get a bunch of stupid shit, but it was fine because I also got the books. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Well, you just answered the question that I was going to ask you because I was going to be like, what was it like going to the book fair as a kid with money? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get money for the book fair. I had to scrounge up whatever coinage I could find in the house, and that's what I got to spend. I got a little bit of money. A, a little bit? Other- Girl, you just said three bucks. <laughs> well, my memories of the book fair, my strongest memories are when I was like in like elementary school, like young like little kid um, yeah mine too girl and, and i remember like, going every year disappointed because my mom wouldn't give me no money we were, <laughs> we were like a strong middle class before my mom like ruined it all but we'll save that for another day um, <laughs> yeah, i would get like a little bit of money or actually i think when i was younger my parents would like be invited and come with me because i did go to a catholic school until oh. se- second grade yeah oh shit yeah but it was like my In Jesus' of name we read. <laughs> We'd pray every single day of my life. We used to have a Thursday mass and I would like every single Thursday just magically come up with a headache. 
because I didn't want to go to church. It sounds like me when I would go to church with my grandparents when yeah. I was little. That's when I, I should have known I was queer. <laughs> I, I just slept in the pew on my grandmother's lap. <laughs> That's that's what I thought about church. And then also, when I went to church as a teenager, it was just because I was grounded and couldn't see my friends. <laughs> so I go to my friend's church. <laughs> yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go on to the next question. So, Jordan, between the ages of 12 through 17, what were some of your all-time favorite shows? 12 through 17... I feel like at 12, I was still watching Nickelodeon. Definitely watching Spongebob, iCarly, um, other tween shows of that era. <laughs> like 15, 16, I was watching, oh, what is that show where the teenage girl was pregnant? The Secret Life of the All-American Teenager? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my Wanna God, be? girl. That motherfucking train wreck of a show. I know. I was like, as soon as, so I didn't start watching it until somebody was like, yo, did you know Molly Ringwald is on a show? Do you know who Molly Ringwald is? I mean, she was obviously on the show. No, before. No. Okay, now pass it to Morgan. Morgan, do you know who Molly Ringwald is? Christy, I could walk past this woman on the street and have not a damn clue. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> But that's true for a lot of celebrities now too. So. Listen, I know I that know I know I got people screaming. Everybody listening to this podcast, I've seen the age groups that listen to this podcast. Everybody's screaming, Holly, girl, if you're out there, I know you're screaming because these bitches don't know who the fuck Molly Ringwald is. <laughs> Holly, I'd like to apologize. It's not my fault. Let me tell y'all. Have y'all ever seen Sixteen Candles? The silence is deafening. <laughs> have you ever seen the motherfucking Breakfast Club? I have yes. seen the, the yes. Breakfast Club. Absolutely, yes. Loved watching the Bre Breakfast Club Very growing up. Movie. Molly Ringwald is the fucking redheaded bitch in that movie. Oh! oh. <laughs> Molly Ringwald was her. a fucking teenage drama movie icon in the fucking 80s, okay? And y'all don't know who the fuck Molly Ringwald is. I can't wait for people to hear this shit. <laughs> Okay, so I watched The Secret Life of the All-American Teenager as well, of course, older. But me and one of my friends used to fucking take shots whenever they would say the word sex because oh they said it literally all the time. It was such a fucking train wreck of a show, I could not look away. The acting was so bad. But I will say, Shailene Woodby... <laughs> <laughs> Damn fine. That's probably why I like the Divergent movies. <laughs> and around age 17, I was probably, I don't know, I was wrestling so much and going to school. I just watched whatever the hell was on the TV, to be honest. Whatever dad had playing, it was probably Rocky. <laughs> oh my God. My stepdad played those movies all the time. So, my show that I absolutely had to watch, had to watch every day getting off the bus and this was probably all of these years 12 to 17 because when i was about 12 years old 13 years old that's when i found on blink 182 and that kind of music the pop punk so that's when i shifted from the spice girl backstreet boy era mm. into the pop punk era and so my favorite show that i raced home to do was trl now, Morgan, I can see from your face. You don't know what the fuck TRL is. I was about to say, I wish you guys could see, like, the eye contact that we just made. Because I, <laughs> I didn't know what she was talking about, and she knew. She saw it in my eyes that I didn't know, and I saw it in her eyes that she knew that I didn't know. So, TRL, let me explain it to you. So, I'm going to tell you a crazy tale, okay? Okay. Back long, long ago. Mm-hmm. MTV used to play music, okay? It wasn't just all reality TV shows. I remember it playing music. Yes. Before it was just gone. So MTV had a show called TRL, and what it was was it stood for Total Request Live. And so what it was was a top ten countdown of the music videos. Mm. Like of new music videos, they retired after so many months, and it was hosted by this guy named Carson Daly. He was the host of TRL the whole time I watched it. Now later, he was gone from that show, and other hosts came in, but thank God... My teenage life didn't live to see a shift in the host. <laughs> so, 
you, it counted down from the top 10 music videos, but TRL was like, it was my most favorite show. And there it was this. sounds familiar now that we're like talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And I remember when, also when I was a teenager, another one of my favorite shows was MTV came out with um, a fucking soap opera. Oh my God. And it was called Spider Games, I think. And I remember I was obsessed with that soap opera and like they dropped a fucking bomb on the season finale of Natalia was in fact, I think his name was Sasha's mother and not his sister. And then fucking 9-11 happened. (laughs) And that show never recovered. It never came back on TV. I bet. But it was crazy. But so uh, tell us about, uh, I mean, really, that's about all I remember watching uh, that I religiously watched at those ages. But tell us about what shows you watched. I uh, watched a lot of like animated cartoons, obviously. Um, Like what kind? I watched, I did love like the older like Spongebob episodes as like a kid to be honest i was about you say older i was too old to watch spongebob i was watching spongebob there was like a clear difference between like the first like seasons of spongebob that came out and like the seasons of spongebob that were currently being produced yeah 20 years later i watched that that decline happen yeah um i did i will say one of the biggest like shows that i can think of like as a kid like watching was steven universe were there any other shows that you watched that yes. religiously religiously i like, don't know i watched a lot of anime i was watching like kind of fucked up shit at like 13 14 years old <laughs> like i watched devil man cry baby for the first time at like 13 or 14 years old completely forgot about it watched it again at like maybe 17 or 18 and i was like this is so fucked up like why was i watching this the fact that 13 reasons why came out like in that age group for me was insane i watched the first season of that it fucked me up like honestly i watched that too but i just watched it like probably six months ago (laughs) yeah i watched the first season when it came out and like before they took out the clip of her like killing herself um and i did not watch the rest of the show but i don't know i've been very on and off with television throughout my life um, my favorite anime is Hunter Hunter. Very good. Highly recommend. Love that show. I don't watch anime. I think I watched maybe like 20 episodes of Dragon Ball. Not Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball. Did you watch Sailor Moon? So I have watched a couple of episodes of Sailor Moon, but I am really bad at finishing shows. So there's a lot of things that I've started and have not finished. Um, I'm one of those stupid poser bitches that yeah. think that Sailor Moon is like the cutest thing in the world, and I would literally love to get the little cats tattooed on me, mm-hmm. but I've never watched a single episode. I might, <laughs> I might be just like that. You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I might be just like that. Yeah. Oh. One more thing that I really need to mention as like a key part of me growing up, uh-huh. um, Glee. I watched the hell out of Glee growing up, <laughs> and that is, like, probably so wild for everyone listening to this, but, like, that was something for me. Glee you know came I mean? out when I was an adult. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't a, do musicals. There's a chance that, like, Santana Lopez was my gay awakening. Like, <laughs> All right. So now we're going to move into favorite movies. So what's a movie... That you felt like you watched on repeat, Jordan? So I'm not a big movie person in general. I, d- I can't pay attention. Unless it's Alice in Wonderland. I'll sit there for fucking ever. Or a comedy, Adam Sandler. Love all those movies. It was really Adam Sandler movies and like Rocky and just like a lot of 80s movies growing up. But you don't know who fucking Molly Ringwald is. No, but I do know what... Breakfast Club is, and I know about about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, my dad constantly had 80s movies playing. Do you know who played Ferris Bueller? I can see his face. I, yeah, I see his face, but I don't know who he is. Matthew Broderick. Okay. He's married to fucking uh, Sarah Jessica Parker from Sex and the City. How mad are you going to be when I say I'd never watched Sex and the City? Oh my God damn it. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, y'all. Okay, so my favorite movies that I watched on repeat was I watched the shit out of some Labyrinth. 
Labyrinth is my favorite movie of all time. And when I say that, I love fucking movies. I have ADHD severely, but I can pay attention to a movie if I'm interested. And Labyrinth is my favorite movie of all time. Um, also, I watched um, Little Shop of Horrors on repeat, which this is weird because I just made the statement that I don't like musicals, but these are literally like the only two musicals plus Grease that I've ever liked in my whole life. But um, I also saw Titanic when it came out. I think I was maybe 12, 13 when it came out. I saw it in the movie theater six times. I can't stand the Titanic. <sighs> Fuck that. You were not born in Leo DiCaprio's era, girl. I like Leonardo DiCaprio. I do not like the Titanic. I fucking love the Titanic. I watch that shit all the time. I had the two VHS copy because the movie was so fucking long it would not fit on one <laughs> tape it is such a long movie yes and also another movie that i watched the shit out of when i was young was cool world which looking back on it i should not have been watching that as um an early teenager either i bet neither one of y'all have ever heard of cool world absolutely not i have not heard of it either yeah yeah okay that's what i thought um so morgan what were some movies that you had on repeat Repeat is a heavy word, because <laughs> I'm also not really a movie person. However, I didn't, like, not watch movies, you know? But I guess 12 to 17 was probably, like, when I started getting into Star Wars, because I had always, like, snubbed it as a child, and I guess I didn't really start watching it until, like, 15, 16, but still. Um, but I got very much into that. I was, like, I guess when I was that age, I was, like, going to see Marvel movies, like, as they came out, but I didn't really, like, know what was going on. Freaking, what's it called? The Devil Wears Prada. That was my favorite De Anne Hathaway movie. Devil Wears Prada's a really good movie. That, but also... Princess uh, Diaries? Yes. Is Princess that what it's Diaries. called? Princess Diaries is good, too. I did watch so that one a lot. good. I guess I've seen more movies than I actually thought. I only watched yeah. The Princess Diaries because uh, fucking Mary Poppins was in it, and my friend Jessica was like, You've never seen The Princess Diaries? Mary Poppins is in that. Is it Judy Garland? Am I lying? No, Judy Garland is dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Judy Garland was in The Wizard of Oz in like the 50s. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> See, my memory's being jogged. Yeah. Um, so now what we're going to talk about is who were your favorite teenage artists, Jordan, like musical artists? So I listened to a lot of Pierce the Veil, My Chemical <laughs> Romance. <laughs> <laughs> the millionaires do you know who the millionaires are hell no Some <laughs> i have to play you a millionaire song and you're gonna be like what was wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> that's how i know how to spell alcohol i'll play you that one l-c-o-h-o-l <laughs> i still have to have autocorrect correct the word alcohol because for some reason I can never spell it. Oh, you're going to be able to spell it after you hear that song. <laughs> kind of like Gwen Stefani <laughs> with bananas. <laughs> exactly. Um, loved pink. Loved. <laughs> yes. Pink. Fergie. <laughs> God, um, this is my hell. Ew. Ew. I don't, I don't know if we've ever mentioned it, but I have like a top five of bands that will play in hell when i get there and black eyed peas is on that list along with nickelback yeah i also like nickelback so fuck you <laughs> fuck you don't mention that i'm editing that out of the podcast <laughs> don't make that admission people will hear you i don't care I love <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> live your truth <laughs> My truth is I hate... Let me just sidebar for a second. Jordan fucking calls me and is like, Oh my God, I have figured out what I'm going to get you for your birthday. I'm going to take you to a concert and you're going to love it. And I'm like, Oh my God, what is it? And I get so excited. Lana. And she goes, Nickelback is coming to Knoxville. <laughs> damn well. Yeah, I, I told her I would rather her shoot me than take me to a Nickelback concert. <laughs> So, some of my favorite artists when I was a teenager was, um, you know, like I said, I got into pop punk. So, I was really obsessed with Blink-182, Sum 41, um, Weezer. Oh, my God, Weezer. 
Um, but this was back during the blue album days, <laughs> green album days, uh, and Pinkerton. I was I really liked that one. Um, but I was just obsessed with all those pop punk bands. And I remember when I was 15, my first boyfriend took me to go see the Pop Disaster Tour. So I went and seen um, Blink-182, Green Day, and Jimmy Eat World. Um, and then when I was 17, I went, or when I was 16, I went and saw Blink-182, No Doubt, and The Living End. And that was a really cool concert. Mm-hmm. And I saw Sum 41 when I was 16 as well. Um, but then when I hit 16 years old, my boyfriend Adam was really into emo music. And this was before the My Chemical Romance emo. This was when you wore like little black rim glasses and had like the hair that you tossed out of your face, but not the fucking David Bowie from Labyrinth haircut, mm. which is what everybody had during the emo phase of Jordan's time. The scene phase. Yes. Will. But I was I was very much a scene kid. Oh yeah, Period. I saw those pictures when I was going through them to find a picture. They're good pictures. But so um uh so then I got into bands like pretty heavy like um something corporate saves the day the Juliana theory just a bunch of bands that a lot of people now are like um what <laughs> and when I say that I used to like emo music they're like. Oh, like MCR? I'm like, no. No, no. I don't listen to MCR. (laughs) But, yeah, so a lot of bands like that. Um, But, of course, I still also held true to my roots and was still obsessed with, you know, Britney Spears. Mm. Because she was my queen. Um, Everybody's queen. Yes, for sure. What kind thing we all have in common. Yes. (laughs) Britney Spears around the world. We love you. We do. So, um, speaking of Britney Spears, um, the kid who said, leave Britney alone, Chris Crocker, whom is no longer Chris Crocker, but he is from our hometown, just to drop that little tidbit of information on people. Um, Her name is now Kara Cunningham, and she's fierce and beautiful. But um, So, Morgan, what were your favorite musical artists at this age? Okay, so... I guess, like, in middle school, I was very much, like, a wannabe scene kid, <laughs> to be honest. I would never admit this to anybody when I was that age, but, like, I don't care anymore. Because all of my friends were listening to, like, Black Veil Brides, My Chemical Romance, Green Day, and, like, there were songs that they had that I liked and I would listen to, but I wasn't, like... I didn't have, like, the bank of knowledge that everyone else had about all of these artists. I guess, like, 14, 15 on to, like, around 17, I was, like, very much an indie kid listening to, like, underground shit, but also, like, not. Mm -hmm. Because I did, like, I guess more popular stuff that I liked was, like, I loved Paramore. Paramore was very big when I was, like, growing up, and I loved them so much. Well, Paramore was actually big when I was younger, too, but I have never liked Paramore. Really? Jordan is obsessed with Paramore, and, like, Haley is beautiful, the lead singer. She is a gorgeous woman and was one of my first woman crushes. Mm Mm-hmm. Along with Gwen Stefani and a few others, but... My current woman crush. But I, I have always disliked Paramore. I don't know That's what it fair. is. I just don't like them. I respect that. I think that their new album, like the one that just came out, is very good. But I haven't... I haven't listened to them in a while, like before that the album came out. So I'm not 100% sure. But yeah. I like them a lot. Um, I started listening to Daisy the Great when I was like... I guess... 14, 15, maybe? I listen to music to sing along with it. Yeah, me too, yeah. Um, Did you ever listen to Tegan and Sarah? I don't know. I don't think so. I became really into Tegan and Sarah when I was, like, 19 and was obsessed with them. But they're, like, more popular and more mainstream now Mm. uh, because their music kind of got more poppier than the indie, unique sound they used to have. That's fair. Okay, and we are back. So, here with me again, I have Jordan, the 90s baby, Morgan, the 2000s baby, and me, the 80s baby. So, um, the next thing that I am going to ask is, Jordan, what were your favorite 
activities to do when you were 12 through 17. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my favorite activities, 12 through 17. So 12, I used to walk to the community center when I got off of school. Mm -hmm. And we would play basketball, racquetball, whatever. If it was a sport, I was trying it out. Mm -hmm. Going to the park. Hanging out with friends. I was wrestling. Um, and that's pretty much all the way through 17, honestly. And then there were some uh, mischievous activities that I got into that w- I do not talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still things your mom doesn't know about? Who knows at this point? I don't really care if they know or not. But there are just certain things left unsaid that it's better. <laughs> uh, imagine if I was like that. We'd go to the library, though, and, like, hang out at the library and get on the computers at the library. Yes, Uh, I did that at 18. Um, I lived in downtown Johnson City, and I would walk to the library because back then it wasn't a thing to not have internet. mm -hmm. And I would just go and do MySpace and do all the social media things for an hour at the library and then just walk back to my apartment and just be completely content with it because it was before internet on your phone. I'd go wash my car whenever I got the chance to. How much was gas when you first started driving? Around $2. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Gas was 99 cents when I first started driving. I wish. I think it was like a high dollar, low $2, like that range. Um, I'm pretty sure I could fill up my car for $10 when I was 16, 17 years old. That's insanity. Mine was 20. What was your... Now it's like 40. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan... I talked about my high school ratchet stories in my last episode, so I'm not really going to answer this question. But Morgan, why don't you share with us your favorite activities 12 through 17? Okay, so I was a very lame, very sad little kid. I didn't really like, <laughs> go out and do much. Um, the most pressing activity from those ages was probably my parents' divorce. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, thank um, God I was not old enough to know mine. Yeah, it was wild, but I did have, like, a good, like, group of friends at the time, so mm-hmm. that's fine. Like, I had a support system, but... That's good. Again, it was a lot of, like, online communication. Right. Like, I got my first phone when I was 11 or 12, I think. <laughs> yeah. Y'all youngins, the le- Jordan was 10, I'm pretty sure she said last time. Yeah. When you got your first phone? Yeah, it was a Nokia flip phone. Yeah, we talked about that, I think, on the last episode. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I guess, like, hanging out with my friends entailed, honestly, a lot of gossip. A lot of, like, sitting somewhere and like, just, like, talking or, like, playing a video game or something or, like, watching <laughs> something. And this is still pretty true to today, but now there's, like, other bad kid activities involved, too. <laughs> Me and I Jordan also, like, still talk, sit around and just gossip together (laughs) it's my favorite activity it really truly is to this day and like i guess you do have to consider that like when i was like in the in the later half of that age range like 16 17 i was it was covid yeah because it's just like two or three years ago (laughs) my favorite activities from 16 to 17 were sitting in my bed and scrolling on tiktok when during covid um i played a lot of animal crossing i also worked from home um at one of my jobs and then i waited tables in a mask pregnant at my other job because i found i was pregnant in february of 2020 which was before everything was shut down and then by the time i gave birth to my daughter in october of 2020 things were kind of starting to loosen a little but not all the way like we couldn't have visitors at the hospital when we had my daughter and like it was so weird because it was just me and josh locked up in the hospital room for like three or four days yeah i didn't have a prom that was cool oh yeah so you I were one of like, those kids graduated smack dab in the middle of it yes and i'm very bitter about it to this day <laughs> i didn't even want to go to prom i wanted to go out try on prom dresses buy one that was too expensive go to prom for 20 minutes and then fuck off and go do something else like that's <laughs> all i wanted but. Man, I, I used to, like, make such jokes about prom and talk about how lame prom would probably be. And then, like I said in our last episode on high school ratchet tales or whatever, my senior prom ended up being, like, one of the best and most memorable times of high school with my friends. So, it's really sad that you had to 
miss out on that. Yeah, I get I get very bitter every prom season when I see like people's videos about it. I'm like, damn. And I try not to be. I like live through them a little bit, but. So they never rescheduled. It was just canceled. No, they just no prom, no senior trip. The senior trip at my school was literally like a trip to Disney World. And they canceled that and never rescheduled. Yeah, it was just, you know, I got to graduate. That was my little gift. <laughs> the class before me didn't get to graduate, but they still had all the other shit. So, that, yeah, I what the hell? Field yeah. 100 degree, degree weather for two hours. And the valedictorian was a kid who's like graduated early. I was so mad. Not even in our class, like, was a junior valedictorian. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Number I must one. have been like really smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh I definitely was not even close to Valor Victoria. Though when I was in college I did somehow to set a new record in which I did not think was possible. And that record was that I was on academic probation and on Dean's list at the same time. That's baller. <laughs> it was because um I had a below college level math class that I could not pass. Mm. So I made an F on that class, but because it wasn't a college credit, it didn't apply towards my college grades, mm. but yet it was harmful enough to get me put on academic probation. But then I also got a letter the same day that was like, congratulations, you're on Dean's List, because I had made A's and B's on all my and college level else. courses. That's yeah, so <laughs> I went to college for like three or two and a half semesters, mm. and then my ex-husband was like, nope. <laughs> I can't handle this kid by myself anymore. You need to really rethink what you're doing. So those were our favorite activities. So as far as responsibilities, Jordan, why don't you tell us a little bit about responsibilities that you had when you were 12 through 17, like chores, Girl, jobs. We did all the chores at 12 through 17. We wanted to go do something. Mm-hmm. We had to do our chores in the morning before we went home, before we went to school. Um, and after we got home from school, it was, oh, well, it's after we got home from wrestling practice. Uh-huh. We had to do chores, yes, homework, bed. Wrestling, cleaning my house, and then your grades. Correct. <laughs> we swept the floors, mopped the floors, wiped down the kitchen counters, and we had to wipe behind everything every time, too. We did the dishes. We made the sweet tea. We this sounds like you worked at a restaurant. <laughs> this sounds like opening and closing work of a restaurant. I want to know why I chose restaurant management as my career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm coming home from school and I got to make the sweet tea <laughs> and I got to put the salt and pepper shakers out. <laughs> I had a job through that time, but it was only like a summer job when I came to visit my mom. Uh-huh. And I would work at um, different restaurant i worked at like two or three different restaurants on uh, river street and uh-huh. then i also worked at a jewelry store on river street and all this was in downtown savannah yeah the where we were today right yes well, i was at my dad's the only job that i had was wrestling and good grades okay so those are the only jobs that you had during that time period of 12 to 17 yeah okay well, so, did you have set chores, or did you just all share in the chores? It's like me and my sister did chores together, and then the boys did chores together. Like, the boys' responsibilities were the bathroom and the trash and taking the dogs out and feeding the dogs. Okay. And me and Courtney had, we swept, we took care of the kitchen, cleaned up the living room, cleaned our rooms, did laundry, made tea. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it was a lot. Yeah. Well, so me and my sister, I had a, um, I have a sister named Kelly. Um, she's pretty much gone now, but, um, so we had set chores. We had, um, Kelly clean the living room and I cleaned the kitchen every day. And then when I was 13, I told my mom I wanted to get a job. I wanted to start babysitting children because this was back when I still liked kids. So long time ago. So, um, I saw an ad at Walmart for a lady looking for a babysitter for her five and seven year old children. And I'm 13 years old and I decide that I'm going to apply. And, you know, my mom thinking I'm not going to get the job is like, okay, go ahead, you know, apply for the job. You know, that'll be fun. So, um, I beat out grown women because I approached this lady and said, I love children. 
I'm very responsible. I have lots of experience because I've been raising my sister pretty much since she was eight years old. Oh, yeah. And, uh, or since she was five, I was eight. Like, um, and I said, uh, so I would love to babysit your children for 12 hours a day, five days a week during the summer for $50 a week. That is a steal! Can you imagine getting childcare for 12 hours a day, five days a week, for $50, $50 a week? I would cook them a homemade meal every day. <laughs> so she got on to me because she said I didn't clean enough. But I was literally entertaining her two very highly energetic children a lot of the day. And I wasn't going home um, during the summer. I did it two summers in a row. I literally stayed at their house every weeknight and then only went home on the weekends. So, live-in nanny. Yeah. So, I was essentially a live-in nanny for $50 a week. That's robbery. That's highway robbery. That's exactly what that is. But, yeah, um, I cleaned the kitchen every single day, and that was my chores. And then, you know, anything else my mom saw fit for me to do. So, Morgan, why don't you tell us, like, what kind of chores that you had, 12, and jobs, 12 through 17. Okay. I would say from, like, 12 to 14, there was a major, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say there was a lack of authority in the household. It was before mm-hmm. I was living with my dad. My mom was not very good at her job, I'm not going to lie. So, we were kind of just, like, on our own. Mm-hmm. And then moved in with my dad and it was like a set thing like okay this kid's gonna do this this kid's gonna do this this so it's completely different yeah Yeah. very 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 different um my first job when i was 15 was 15 years old i got an internship at the telfair museum in downtown savannah the building that i worked in was the jepson center which was like their um like modern art exhibit they had a bunch of stuff rotating in um and then the Telfair Academy is, like, close to that building. It's where their, like, old Renaissance stuff is. They have, like, a statue museum and stuff. And then they also have the Owens Thomas House and Slave Quarters, which is, like, a preserved, basically, like, plantation home that you can do guided tours through and whatever. Right. It was really nice. And then I turned 16, and I no longer had the internships, so obviously... I started working in restaurants, um, eventually got sick of it, quit my job, uh, worked at Dunkin', worked at, worked at Dunkin' Donuts for like six or eight months. Now I am working at H&M, and it is the first time in a while that I've had, first time since my internship that I've had a job that I can confidently say that I love doing, mm-hmm. which is really nice. The next thing that we're going to go on to is, tell me, Jordan, your favorite memory what's the one instance that stands out to you i always liked going on like this was every summer mom would always take us somewhere fun like she got us during the summer all summer and we'd always go to some water park whether it was splash in the borough or there was one year we were in orlando and we went somewhere and there was one year we went somewhere in atlanta but it was always the summer vacation of my dreams even if it was only for like three days or two days we got to go to six flags or some other amusement park and it was always really fun awesome morgan same question we went shopping and then we went over to the apartment and i remember heather asked me what i wanted for dinner and like that was just such like a life-changing moment for me i was like whoa i'm like a functional like person in this household you know what i mean it sounds like me the first day i got here to stay with them mm-hmm. heather made this like master class meal and i was like oh my god i'm gonna propose to jordan i'm gonna <laughs> leave josh i'm gonna propose to jordan i got her mom's permission i told her i'd treat her real nice and i'd like to propose to her at the boys to men concert at fun fest in a few <laughs> in a few days at fun fest <laughs> But yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind, just that feeling of, like, home, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I shouldn't answer that question, because I just talked an awful lot about my best times of me in high school last episode. So, we'll move on to the next question. What was your most embarrassing moment, Jordan? Twelve includes middle school, right? Yes. So, there was this dance that we had every 
like report card that came out. It was called a sock hop. Uh huh. <laughs> and you got to pay. You had to pay like a dollar or two dollars or something to go into it for those that got good grades. <laughs> Lame. The others loser. <laughs> so did this take place during school hours? Yeah, it was like the end of the day. It was like for the last hour of the day. Oh, so you got to miss an hour of school. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay. Um, apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. You yeah, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you get low. She hit the flow. She hit the flow. Next thing you know, her pants ripped. Oh! <laughs> Shorty got too low. Describe to us the rip, like just a split down the crack, or like a Full split across. Ass crack down of my khaki pants that I was wearing. Oh no! And, and you have a big old ass too. Always and forever have. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, were you twerking? I was dropping it low. I was squatting down and, you know, drop it low and you get back up. And when you got back up, it went... No, when I got down, it went... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so not even when you were coming back up when you got down. Yes, girl, yes. So, my friend, like, stood behind me and went to the nurse's office to get pants. And, yeah, it was just embarrassing. That's great. Well, that's hard to top. Yeah, so Morgan, what was your most embarrassing moment? I don't know. If you want to think on it, so my most embarrassing moment took place probably about 17. Um, Holly, my friend that was on the podcast last week, came over to my house with her much older boyfriend and came to swim in my parents' pool. Now, before you go thinking that I was like some rich, bull kid, I literally had a half in ground, half out ground pool that very obviously was meant to be an out ground pool. Mm. And so um, Holly and her ex boyfriend are swimming. There's also a couple of my sister's friends, and I think maybe one more of my friends. I can't remember, but we're all swimming in the pool, you know, splashing around, having a great time. Um, and I remember that I went underwater and then I popped back up. And when I popped back up, I also had a part of me that popped back out. And so when I say this, I'm sitting there having a full-on conversation with Holly's ex-boyfriend, Holly, and a few other people. And my tit is hanging out of my bathing suit top the whole entire time. (laughs) It was so fucking embarrassing. Like, I was so embarrassed. And it still haunts me to this day. That I was just having a whole ass casual conversation with my titty hanging out. Oh my god. That's <laughs> have you thought of I anything? Passed away. It's hard to think of something that I can speak on live. Well, you're still 19, so I totally get that. You're yeah. not like us, you know. Who, me, who the me, fuck cares what we did at this point? <laughs> I mean, like, give me a year and a half and I'll, I'll be able to share it. What were some of your obsessions between the ages of 12 and 17, Jordan? Like, what did you, like, collect? Or what did you wear all the time? Or just something that you were just obsessed with? Because teenagers are always obsessed with things. I was obsessed with going shopping and wearing jeans. And I loved jeans. Loved jeans. I wore skinny jeans. I wore colored pants. I wore Miss Me jeans. There was one summer I spent two hundred dollars. What the fuck's a Miss Me jean? On two pairs of jeans. What were they? Miss Me jeans. What are those? They are these boot cut jeans with like (laughs) rhinestones on the ass pockets. (laughs) (laughs) I love them. Of course you did. I also love my Vans. Yes, uh, I also love Vans, but it wasn't until a little while after this age period, because I was um, a Converse kid. I was obsessed with like Chuck Taylors. fit on my feet. I had big-ass feet, so they always made my feet look like clown feet, but I still wore them all the time because I loved them that yeah. much. And boys in wrestling. One of the things I did was, before Avril Lavigne came out, I remembered that we were all wearing like long john shirts with like long sleeves. You know what I'm talking about? And we would cut thumb holes in these long john shirts. Uh And then I would wear plastic rainbow and black bracelets all the way up to like my mid arm. Now, some people went all the way for the elbow, but I didn't have that kind of money. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was about to get the third one free at Hot Topic. <laughs> and they still have that deal. Yeah. <laughs> still have that deal. This was 20 years ago. <laughs> Some things never change. Yeah. Um, I was upset, also obsessed with, um, I was one of those girls, if you went to high school and graduated close to the time of 2004, you'll know what I mean. Um, those girls who wore skateboarding brand things, but did not actually skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I was obsessed with, I had like a Hurley hoodie, I had like Hurley shirts, I had just fucking everything i think at one point i had hurley shoes um i was also obsessed with getting the delia's catalog um there was this store that used to be everywhere that was in like major cities but not in like smaller cities and it had like its own brand of like clothes they, they were super cute and i would always get the catalogs because i loved looking at the clothes so much that i would just sit around and look at them all the time and it was because i was just obsessed with dressing like some of these girls but I never got to. And then I will never forget that my mom took me to go buy the clothes that I wanted. Because even when we weren't poor anymore, my mom still wanted to take me to Airpostle. She still wanted to take me to, you know, um, Abercrombie, American Eagle, things like that. She wanted me to shop off the sale rack, which nothing wrong with that. I shopped very actively off of sale and clearance racks at me every store. Too. Me too, girl. That If we went shopping with mom, it was off of the sale rack. The $200 Miss Me jeans was birthday money. All right. <laughs> you like don't get that shit twisted right. but it's just like i um i remember that the first year was my right before my senior year that my mom embraced who i was and my mom was like i'm gonna take you clothes shopping and i'm finally gonna take you where you want to go Aww. because like if i wanted band t-shirts or stuff like that i had to get them for christmas i had to get them for my birthday i had to get them with money for my jobs you know, like I said, you know, I started working in restaurants when I was 16. Um, and I also worked at grocery stores when I was 16, 17, um, as well as restaurants. Um, and it's just, you know, if I wanted a band t-shirt, if I wanted something cool, I had to buy those myself yeah. with my own money. And mm -hmm. so my mom takes me in the Hot Topic and she tells me, clothes only, and I have $250 to spend. And so... Okay. Yeah, I bought, like, I shopped off the clearance rack first because you want to see if they yeah, they have any band yeah, shirts. Yeah, you gotta check. Yeah, and check. I mean, I just remember that I bought, like, my first Blink-182 shirt that I ever bought in person mm -hmm. instead of, and I forgot to mention, like, when I was 17, that's the year that Hot Topic came to the mall in Johnson City. So, 20 years ago was when Hot Topic was put into the mall because we didn't have one before. Right. And before, if you wanted to order band t-shirts or stuff like that, you had to do it offline. And they were outrageously expensive. So I got all of my band t-shirts off of eBay. Oh my God. eBay was a huge thing when I was young. Like, it's it's kind of like a place now where you feel like you're kind of be going to be scammed. But before, like, this huge online shopping pandemic happened... Mm -hmm there was ebay ebay was where you went and bought the things you could not find anywhere else because you couldn't just go on amazon and look it up and find it and buy it mm. so um my last question is jordan who was your absolute best friend between the ages of 12 and 17 okay so in the ages of 12 to 17 i went to four different schools well pick one Pick the one that sticks out the most in your memory. I have two. Okay. I'll allow it. You better. Because you're getting them. You're getting both of them. <laughs> yeah. First was Carly. Mm -hmm. She spelled her name K-A-R-L-Y. We were both scene kids. We were running the streets of Gatlinburg. We were taking the trolley all over the place, walking all over the place, hanging out. Just being wild. Just being wild teenagers whenever I didn't have wrestling. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure that's pretty much what ended up breaking up our friendship was ultimately was my wrestling schedule. And I miss her a lot. I liked I liked hanging out with her. She was one of my best friends growing up. She introduced me to a lot of like the music that I listen to mm -hmm. now. And she really helped me find myself as a person. Was it the ghetto side or was it the pierce the veil and that kind of side? The pierce the veil side. Okay. 
for sure. We made stop motion videos in her basement. Like, like claymation? No, like we would take pictures on her laptop. Oh, yeah. Repetitively. Kind of like what Courtney did last night with uh, Hannah's win on Mario Party for your <laughs> yes, birthday. and lay music over it and put it on YouTube. Oh, okay. <laughs> this sounds like something my son would do. Yes, it was lots yeah. of fun. <laughs> and then after Carly, there came Natalia. Mm-hmm. Natalia was my best friend from wrestling and high school. Um, we always hung out at her parents' house. We wrestled together. We did school together. We were BFFLs for as long as I can remember. I right. just haven't talked to her in a while. We both went to college. She went to the army. She got married. She just like, lost touch. Yeah. yeah. We called each other Shastra. 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 Polish for sister. They were Polish. I thought I was had just been drinking too much and misheard what you said. Like, I was like, did she just sound like she said something in I'm another sure language? I'm that right. They had to correct me. Or am I hot and drunk? No, <laughs> <laughs> we took a break between filming because we ran out of time and we had to go and do all the stuff we were talking about earlier. And, um,. I proceeded to walk around and get the hottest that I've been in a long time, but also the drunkest I've been in a long time. So I'm just kind of coming off of that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My most memorable friends, other than the ones that I discussed that I found my senior year, I had this best friend in middle school, and I think I spoke of her in the last episode that we did where I was talking, or no, it was in the Cruel Summer episode. When I said that my friend outgrew me, my best friend in middle school was named Disha. Disha was amazing. And Disha had the most amazing family. And they are the only, um, only one of three families in my life of my friends that embraced me and loved me and accepted me into their family. And it was like I was a member of the family. Like, don't ask to do anything here. Don't ask for a snack. Don't ask for a drink. Nothing. Like, what's in here is yours. You're, like, one of my children. Kind of like how it feels here. Even though I'm not a child in the least. But, you know, and then um, the other friend is Rachel. Those are my two most memorable friends. Disha was middle school. Rachel I met when I was also a senior. She was a freshman. And we met in math class. Um, If you haven't picked it up, I'm terrible at math. (laughs) Like, awful. And so I was in the same math class as freshmen. But, um, you know, Deisha, like, I helped, you know, change her baby brother's diapers and did all this stuff. And then Deisha had a lot of siblings. And then we had a falling out because, you know, Deisha got to high school and Deisha... Or not even a falling out, we just stopped talking. Mm. Deisha got sporty. Deisha got sporty friends. I wasn't sporty. Uh, Rachel and I met when we were a senior... When I was a senior and she was a freshman. Somehow we clicked. I don't even know how it started, but I remember that one of our most shared interests was our obsession with Brandon Boyd from Incubus. And she actually had a life-size poster of him in her bedroom. One time I got so drunk because my boyfriend, um, at the time, who was 21, um, or no, he was 20, his roommate was 21, went and bought us a whole fifth of vodka, and we decided we were going to take shots of vodka, and cheap-ass vodka at that, off of a skateboard locked up in her room with her parents downstairs. Now, her parents are drinking, and they had their own fun on the weekends, too, um... But like I said, they were like my other mom and dad. They were great people. And then me and Rachel decided we were going to sit up there, drink vodka shots off of a skateboard. And I remember that she told me that I was trying to make out with her and trying to sleep with her and get her to take her shirt off. So she had to lock herself up in her bedroom closet and she woke up in there the next morning. So she slept in her walk-in. No, I mean, she had a walk-in closet. But, yeah, like, and I woke up, and there was throw-up all over the room, in my hair, all over me, all over the bed, all over the walls, everything. I had thrown up all over her room. Oh, my God. But those were my two friends. Um, So the last thing I'm going to ask is, Morgan, who was your most memorable friend? And then we're going to wrap things up. So one of them was just, like, your standard high school bestie. Her name was Savannah. She was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Savannah and Savannah. Savannah and Savannah. (laughs) We were in AP art together. We were were little art kids. Um, Did we get into very many shenanigans? No. But we would hang out a lot after school. 
um, just to, like, go drive around somewhere. Mm -hmm. One time we went to McDonald's, got a 40-piece, ate that shit in her car. It was fantastic. (laughs) I should have brought that up as my favorite memory, to be honest, because when I was thinking about it, that was the one. Okay, yeah. Um, Good. Glad you got it in there. The other one, the other person I want to talk about, I think, is more relevant to the theme, um, was my best friend in the world. Absolutely. From, like... 15 to 17, mm-hmm. probably. Um, his name's Pete. We met um, on Instagram. Uh-huh. Instagram art kid group chats were like <laughs> a thing when I was like 15, 16 years old. I didn't even know Instagram had like, group chats. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, way to make me feel old, Morgan. Thanks. It was crazy. Shut the fuck up, Jordan. <laughs> it was a crazy dark time. We would make whole like universes and like plot lines and stuff together it was very fun i miss this i should text him um did you play dungeons and dragons because no, it sounds like you just described the I premise would. yeah i was like you say y'all should have definitely it was, like, it was pretty much that honestly like we would draw our characters and stuff it was super fun but yeah. like we met on instagram so he lives in utah so, oh okay yeah long distance best friendship yeah, well, I, I mean, sometimes that works, especially where you were growing up during COVID. Right, exactly. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.